hello and welcome to episode six. This is the Hello It's Me, I am Kay Nicole podcast and I am your host, Kay Nicole. So let's go ahead and jump right into our recap. So what is up with me? Last week we celebrated our first milestone episode, episode five. I cannot believe that we are five weeks in. Well, now we're about to be six weeks in, um, but I'm just so excited and so grateful for all the love and the support that I have been getting on the podcast. Thank you guys so much for all the love on episode five, all the messages, the comments and everything. I love y'all. I had to pop a bottle for that one. So if you haven't seen episode five, make sure you go ahead and check that out. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. Follow me on all the podcast platforms and also head on over to Apple Podcasts and check out my podcast, you guys. We are finally on Apple Podcasts and I am so excited. So if you have an iPhone or if you have any other Apple products, you can just go straight to Apple Podcasts and search the show and it will pop up for you. You can subscribe there. You can leave me a five-star rating, okay? And then you can also leave a review. So I've been trying to let you guys know, like I'm seeing all your sweet messages in my DMs and in my comment section and everything, but y'all can go ahead and go straight to to Apple Podcasts and put your reviews there so that I can see them there as well. So make sure you head on over and check me out. Also, very exciting because I just launched Cozy Season, which was my very first fall collection for Smudge. So make sure you're checking out Cozy Season. All the glosses turned out so beautiful. I love them. Fall time is really my jam, okay? That's really my vibe. I love cozy cozy season, cozy weather, sweater weather. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you check out Cozy Season. Also, if you're gonna check it out, make sure you're checking out my shade Rosé specifically. That is my breast cancer awareness gloss. So I'm very excited to be giving back this year with Smudge. Um, so we're donating 50% of the proceeds from that gloss specifically. So if you're only gonna get one gloss, make sure you get that one so that you can help to support my donation. So I will have all of that linked down below for y'all. I also wanted to let you know that Crochet by K, Crochet by K is in full effect. So today I'm actually wearing my mesh sweater in this purple color. This is one of my favorite sweaters. I'm always wearing it and I'm happy now that I can comfortably wear it because seasons are changing, you know, but I have all of my pieces available. I'm doing sweaters and I'm also doing my shags. So make sure you check that out. All of my links as always down below for you guys. Um, and lastly, and most importantly, okay, make sure you are all registered to vote. Please make sure you're registered. Please make sure you know where you are voting, okay? Know your polling place. Let's just all be responsible. Let's all do our part and let's exercise our rights during this crucial time that we're living in right now. The world is just a crazy place, okay? It's a crazy place. I know this debate just happened and that was kind of triggering for a lot of people. So we really just need to let our voices be heard, do what we can do, register to vote. Sometimes with stuff like this, I think that, you know, oh, I'm just one person. Oh, does my opinion matter? Does my voice matter? Your voice matters, okay? Your vote counts. Your vote matters. So make sure that you are registered. Things that I need you to do, register to vote and then vote, okay? Thank you. Thank you so much. That's all I'm asking. Please and thanks. All right, so that is it for the recap. So let's go ahead and get into the show. 
Today's topic is what are you doing wrong in your business? So we're going to be talking about some business do's and don'ts today. And I really hope that my perspective on some of these things can help some of you out there. We're just going to jump right in and I'm going to start off with the don'ts. So I have five don'ts and five do's for y'all. So make sure you're taking notes. The first don't, please, <laughs> please don't copy other businesses so this is really big because once you start getting into trends once you start to get into a very saturated market it's very easy to find yourself directly mimicking what somebody else is doing and it's really not beneficial to you or the other person for you to be copying off of them um so it's great to be inspired but i need you to add your own twist to it i know that it's hard especially if you're not a creative by nature like if that's really not something that you're into i know that being creative and coming up with things can be super challenging sometimes but you really have to just sit down and figure out what you want to do maybe hire somebody to help you if you can or ask a friend if you have friends that are good at stuff like that but you really need to come up with something that's going to be unique to you like you really don't want your business to be confused with other businesses so you really want to just try to come up with something that's going to stand out and that's going to separate you from all of the rest of the people out here that are doing the same exact thing the next don't and this one i'm very personal about right now i i feel it in my spirit to share this with y'all because this happens to me literally every single day there's not a day that i don't go without seeing this happen Please don't spam people's comments or DMs. This is something that is just a big no for me, and I want to tell you guys why. So think about this. Think about if the roles are reversed, right? And you are somebody that spends so much time and so much energy into creating a platform that's yours, that you had to spend literally so many hours to figure out how you wanted this to look. You weren't getting any followers. Now you're finally starting to get followers. You're finally starting to get likes and everything on your posts. And then you have other people coming in that just made an Instagram. They don't have any content on their Instagram. They're not even in this thing yet. Like they made the Instagram, that's all that they did. And they're coming over to your page and they're openly promoting themselves. Like they're literally telling people to go from your page to their page to support them, to purchase from them. And most of the time they're selling the same thing that you're selling. So right now people that are starting a lip gloss business, they're commenting on my stuff like, hey, go check me out, buy my lip gloss, buy my lip oils and lip scrubs. And they're just trying to get your followers to head over to their page. So how do you think that feels for me or any of these other people that have spent years months, years, days building their brand on Instagram. And then you just come over here and insert yourself openly into the comments telling people to leave my content, the content that I spent all day making. And I want y'all to come over here and, and engage on my content. And you want to tell them to leave here and go to your page. Um, rude. <laughs> like that's, the easiest way I can say it, it's rude, it's considered spam when you're commenting the same comment because they're literally copying and pasting, they're commenting the same thing on multiple pictures. Like they're going through all of my pictures, all of my videos, like they're just scrolling down the list and commenting the same exact comment. That is called spam. <laughs> and you do not want to create spam. If somebody reports your account for spam, like if multiple people are reporting your account 
for spam, that is not good for your account. Your account can potentially be deleted for something like that. So I just wanna let you know that for one, it's annoying for the person that you're commenting on. Two, it's not worth it. If you're really trying to build your business, this is just not the way that you're gonna do it because the audience that is meant for you is gonna be for you. My audience might not be your audience. People are over here to see what I'm doing. They wanna see what I have going on. They're not really looking through the comments to see who else they can go support. That's not what the comment section on Instagram is for. So I'm doing things like Mind Your Business Monday where I'm promoting other small businesses on my platform. That is open for you to put yourself in front of my followers. That is the correct way to do it. Go to my website, purchase a small business promo. It'll be posted for Mind Your Business Monday. And then that is the time for me to highlight other businesses. But it's just not beneficial for you or for the person's content that you're commenting on for you to just go in and spam them. It's just not going to help you. It's just not a good look. And I really just want to let you guys know if you're trying to grow your following, grow your audience, this is not the way to do it. So my next don't, don't start a business if it's not something that you are passionate about. And this is super important because it just won't ever work out in the long run. Like things are so expensive. It's so time consuming to have a business. There's so much more that goes into it than what you guys see on camera. And you really have to be all in. Like if this is not something that you're 100% in love with, it's just not going to work. You're gonna get tired of doing the same thing over and over again if it's not something that you love or if it's not something that you're interested in. Um, and don't start a lip gloss business or any other business just because you see somebody else doing it and they're successful and you wanna be successful, but you don't like lip gloss. Like that just does not make sense. So make sure you're doing it because you really wanna do it. I need you to start a business because you really wanna start a business. I feel like especially now people just wanna do whatever. they. They just want to do something they don't know what it is they want to do and they're kind of like trying different things and that's fine but at least really like what you're doing be passionate about it um, and I say this because people can easily sense like when you're not being genuine about something and the genuine connection that you establish with people is what makes them want to support you. So people that support me right now, they know that this is me. Like I'm always being me. This is my personality. This is how I am. And they feel a connection to me. So they want to support me. They like my product. They want to purchase it. But if you are on here, even if you start a YouTube channel, it doesn't even have to be a business. If you start a YouTube, because you want to make money on YouTube. You know people are making so much money on YouTube, but you get on camera and you're being very dry, very closed, very stiff. Like People are not going to want to watch your content. So you just have to make sure that you are being genuine in everything that you do. And it's so easy to be genuine when you actually really like something. When you really want to do it, people can sense that. So definitely make sure that it's something you love, even if it's not super popular right now. I always say this because I feel like people are so obsessed with the bandwagon effect. They see something trending. They want to jump on the trend. They want to, you know, be relevant. But if that's not something you like, you don't have to do it. It's totally okay for you to do what you want to do, even if that means that you might have to be the trendsetter versus jumping on the bandwagon. Like, why don't you do something that everyone else isn't doing and start a new trend? Like, do something that is going to stand out. I feel like people are afraid sometimes 
times to stand out right now and they think that if they do something that isn't on trend right now that people are not going to react to it but I think that it's complete opposite like it's so saturated right now if you do something completely different and it's actually really good I think that people might just gravitate towards that so whatever you do make sure you love it make sure you're passionate about it because in the long run like you're gonna have to wake up every day to do this so you gotta love what you do so my next don't is don't rush okay don't rush isn't that a song yeah the don't rush challenge yeah that's that's a good song huh listen a lot of people especially now during these crazy times that we're living in, they saw the world changing so quickly before their eyes. They saw the economy changing. They saw businesses changing. They just saw, you know, the way people consume media, the way people are shopping and everything. They saw all of these things change, right? So they felt like, okay, I don't know what's about to happen. I might lose my job. Oh my God, I don't know what to do. So let me just start a business. Like, let me just get into something so that I can have something to fall back on. Okay. That sounds like a good plan. Starting a business is a great plan, but did you think about what you really wanted to do or did you just pick something and throw yourself into it because you wanted to do something really fast before everything shut down or, you know, just so that you can have a plan B if things don't go right? So I highly recommend to take your time, plan something solid, something that you're truly proud of because that is what is going to last you in the long run. That is gonna be something that you can grow and build. Throwing something together is just not giving you a solid foundation to go off of. Like you really have to be solid when you first start because that is what is going to be built upon as time goes on. Don't rush, hey, don't rush, don't rush. Please don't rush, like we have time. Okay, we have time. When it comes to stuff like this, make time, sit down, figure out what you want to do, and then execute. It doesn't have to happen in a month. It doesn't have to happen in two months. It doesn't even have to happen in six months. Like, if you need more time to plan, that is totally fine. Like, just take your time with what you're doing. All right, and the last don't that I have something that really hits home for me. Don't compare yourself to other people. It's so hard right now because of the way that the media is set up, the way that people are sharing their lives, the way that people are putting out all of their personal business, all of their information. People are out here telling y'all how much money they're making in a day, how much money they're making in a week. People are just telling you all of this stuff. So it's making it so easy for you to put yourself in a situation where you're comparing yourself to other people, you're comparing your business to other people. And that can get toxic. Like looking at other people can be toxic if you are starting to be way too hard on yourself, if you're starting to just think that your business is supposed to be like that within a short amount of time. That is when it's getting a little bit toxic, okay? Because as you're looking at people, you're seeing where they are today. You're seeing them at their peak. You're seeing their success. You're seeing their triumphs. You're seeing all of that stuff. But for whatever reason, you don't think about what they had to do to get there. You don't think about the time, the energy, and the patience that they had to put in, the struggle that they had to go through to get to where they are today. That part doesn't even cross your mind once you are looking at their social media and seeing that they bought a new car or seeing that they're in their dream house or dream apartment or whatever. You're seeing how much money they're making every day. You're not really thinking about all of the hard times that they had to get through. So 
that is where I need you to really sit down and think about it because me, I'm literally sharing my experience with you guys. I'm sharing my struggles with y'all. I'm sharing my mistakes because I genuinely want to help up and coming businesses. I want to be an inspiration to you guys. And if possible, I want you to avoid some of the mistakes that I've made. So that can make your experience smoother. That can make your journey a little bit easier. But everyone has their own journey and your journey is your journey okay everything is a process everything takes time and you really should not be comparing yourself to anyone my biggest goal personally is just to be a better me every single day i want to wake up better than i was yesterday i want my business to be better i want my business to continue to grow and expand i'm always learning if i learn something new today that i can implement in my business to make it better cool i'm happy with that i'm not looking at the next person like oh they did this today why did i not do that today or why am i not on this level like that is when you start to just be so hard on yourself and that can easily make you be discouraged when honestly you're doing great you know you could be in a good spot and you're seeing other people that are not in the same spot as you and you think that your spot is not it when your spot is it that's where you are meant to be right now because like I said everyone's journey is their journey so think about that don't compare yourself to other people everything takes time you don't have to blow up overnight it's not going to happen even in a few months like it's taken me almost a year really because I'm like looking now I'm like wow I love the spot that I'm in right now but how can I be better and I'm almost a year into my business so it's usually the small businesses that are reaching out to me that have started maybe a month ago or two months ago that are concerned that they're not getting enough sales their Instagram is not growing as fast as they want it to grow but what are you comparing yourself to? Like, what what is your standard right now? Because when I was a small, small, small business, like when I first started, I just wanted more eyes on my stuff. Like, I wanted my followers to go up, but I wasn't really comparing it to anything. I didn't really have anything to compare it to. I was just trying to see growth coming in. So focus on you, work hard, and just enjoy the process because I promise you once you get a year down the line like where I am right now I appreciate every single struggle that I went through I appreciate the slow times I appreciate all that stuff because if you just start getting that stuff at the beginning I mean that's nice but I really learned how to appreciate what I have now because of what I went through before so these don'ts, these are all things that are holding your business back. It could be holding you back personally, or it can be holding your business back if you're doing any of this stuff within your business. So I really want you guys to try to change the way that you're doing things. Try to change your mindset when it comes to these things as well. So now let's go ahead and get into some business do's because I got five do's for y'all. So the first business do, keep going, okay? Literally, keep going. Keep posting, even if not a single person liked your picture or your video or whatever, keep posting it. Because if you keep posting, people are going to keep seeing that you're posting. And please check your analytics too, because people are seeing your stuff. Now, whether people are double tapping, whether people are leaving a comment and engaging, that's a different story. But 
people are seeing it. Most of the time, if you look at your reach on Instagram, you'll see that your reach is usually a much larger number than however many likes you have or however many comments you have. So you're reaching people, but you might not be capturing them just yet. So yes, definitely think about what you can do to make your content better, but don't allow yourself to get discouraged. Don't be that type of person that's like, oh, I didn't get any likes on this one. I'm not posting anymore. Or maybe I should just post next week instead of every single day. Like, no, keep posting. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep being consistent, okay? Because I didn't have any followers when I started my Instagram. Like, I remember when I started my Smudge Instagram, I started it from no followers. I didn't have an old account that I switched the name over to or whatever. I didn't have any followers on that page when I first started. So I posted my first few photos and my first few videos, and I was just consistently sharing my own stuff, getting my friends and family to help me share that stuff, trying to get the word out there. But it was not like I made my first post and then boom, I was getting hundreds and thousands of likes. Like absolutely not. So keep posting. Okay. Manifest the things that you want. Manifest what you want and be careful to not wish the things that you don't want upon yourself because that is something that you can easily do without even knowing that you're doing it. And you're just doing it by the the doubt, like you're self-doubting, you're having these negative thoughts in your mind and all of that is coming true. That stuff is coming to life, it's coming to fruition. So try to not mistakenly wish bad upon you or your business because it's very easy to lose control of your thoughts. Like I had to even work on that because my mind is always going, it's always racing. So I was always thinking like, man, what if this doesn't work? Or what if this falls through? Or you know, what if people don't react how I want to to this? And as I was realizing that I had those thoughts in my mind, those actual things were happening. Like. I would drop this product that I spent so many hours on, so much time doing product shots and everything, and people did not respond to them how I wanted them to or how I expected them to. And I'm pretty sure it was all because of me being in my head like that. So try to think positive thoughts, stay positive. Don't just hope and wish for things. Actually take action, actually plan, write everything down literally write it down, okay? That is another way of manifesting what you want. It's putting it out in the universe. It's not just a thought anymore. It's not in your head anymore because you wrote it down. So write things down, make a plan. That is the first step. Keep pushing. Like there are no real days that you have off from the grind. Like you have to keep going, even if you take a physical day off, but the grind has to continue. So that is the first do. The next do is to promote yourself. Promote yourself on your own platforms, okay? On your own platforms. <laughs> Utilize all of your platforms. So for example, I use Instagram a lot. Instagram is my favorite place to advertise. And I post just about every day during the week to my Instagram feed. And then on my story, I'm usually posting a lot to my story. I'm trying to be engaging with my followers. I'm trying to do polls. I'm trying to you know, have them ask me questions or anything that they could be doing to interact with me. I'm trying to do that on my stories, right? So if I'm having a sale or something, or if I just posted a new video on YouTube, I like to share that stuff to my story because I find that a lot of times more people are looking at my stories than 
the likes that I'm getting on my post. So like I said, check those analytics, but I usually will have a better chance with getting someone to engage on my story than on my actual feed for whatever reason. So a lot of people are watching my story. They might do a poll on there, but they might see my Instagram feed post, but they might not comment on it or they might not double tap it. So I really try to utilize my story. And sometimes I will post the same content, like keep promoting, like you have to be consistently promoting yourself, promoting your new product, promoting your new video, whatever it is. And I'm doing that every single day. So sometimes it might seem like, oh my gosh, I'm posting about the same thing. It might be a little bit redundant, but when I think about it, I'm just like, okay, well, I'm gaining followers every single day, right? So some people just got here today. They're trying to see what I'm all about. So I might post something today that I also posted yesterday, but today there might be 50 new people that see it, that didn't see it yesterday. So always keep promoting yourself because there's going to be new people trickling in, whether that's one person, a hundred people, a thousand people, it doesn't matter. Every person counts. We need everyone to see all of this stuff. So make sure you're still posting. Even if you have to share the same thing a few times, that's totally fine. I know some people are like, I don't know what to post on Instagram. I don't know what to do. I don't have any content. Spice it up. Like whatever you have, if you only have a few glosses or a few products, post those products, like take it somewhere else, post it, take a picture of it in a whole different setup or something. Go outside maybe, take it inside, like try to spice it up. At the end of the day, I sell lip gloss, I sell other cosmetics products, but the content itself is all the same. It's all cosmetics products, it's all lip gloss, containers, tubes, whatever it is, it's all the same thing, but I'm doing it with different colors or I'm doing it in a different setup or whatever. So always promote yourself. Always promote yourself on your own platform. You need to focus on your platform. All that time that you're spending going to other people's platforms, commenting on their stuff, you could be using that time to better your own space, better your own content, and figure out how you can grab people's attention on your own platform. My next do, create something that you love no matter what, okay? You cannot please everyone. Let me say that again. You cannot please everyone, okay? So with everything that you're gonna do, there's gonna be someone that doesn't like it. There's gonna be somebody that has something to say. That's just the name of the game and it's just something that you have to get used to as a business owner, as a content creator. It's just the name of the game. So don't do anything that you don't love in order to make other people happy because that is not why you're here, okay? Your business does not have to look like everyone else's business and your product does not have to make every single person in this world happy. Like you're gonna have your set people that are gonna support you, that are gonna love your product and those are the people that are gonna rock with you. Rock with you, like that's, that's just it. You're gonna have those people that are gonna be for you. Whatever makes you happy is what you need to do because that's really the point of starting a business. Like you want to start something versus working a nine to five, working a corporate job, working for somebody else. You want to start something because it's going to make you happy because you're going to have full control over it because you're going to be able to have fun with it and be creative with it and share it with the world. Um, you definitely want to think about your customers and cater to them, but you know, it still has to be something that you're passionate about at the end of the day. So I just want to share a little, a little bit of a story time kind of, because I think it's really funny, but there are actually men 
out there that are seeing the lip gloss business booming right now and for whatever reason they want in on it like they want a piece of the pie okay they want some of this lip gloss money and i'm just like okay if you're a man and you love lip gloss and you actually know something about the business or maybe you're a man that actually uses lip gloss and you know a lot about it and you want to sell lip gloss that is totally fine but there are guys that are hitting me up on my smudge page and they're just like you know I want to order wholesale from you. Can you tell me how it all works? They have no clue about the lip gloss business. Like they don't know anything about it. They don't know anything about the product. They don't wear lip gloss. So they don't know what's good and what's bad. They just see like, oh, there's a lot of people over here supporting this business. Well, it must be good. Let me go with them. I'm sitting here like, okay, I can tell you how my wholesale process works, but I really can't tell you what to do with your business. I can't tell you every single thing that you need to know that's like a lot of information you know I'm like what I'm like do you just want me to hold your hand through this whole process and I'm sitting here like no sir if you want to book a business consulting with me you can totally do that and we can sit down and we can chat but I can't do everything for you especially if you have no idea what I'm talking about so I just had to tell you that because these are people that don't have a name for their business. They don't have a theme. They don't have a brand. They don't have anything. They just see other people doing it, other people making money, and that's just what they want to do. They want to get in on some of the money. Please, okay? Create something that you actually love. Don't just try to do something because of that reason. It's just not worth it. Do something that you enjoy sitting down and researching about because I'm going to need you to have a little bit of information on this industry before you get into it. I can't tell you everything. And I say that all the time. I'm like, even if you watch my videos, if you listen to this podcast, you still might be missing out on information because there's so much knowledge out there. So you're still going to have to do your own research. So if it's not something that you are going to be able to wake up every single day and do without getting tired of it, or if it's not something that you don't enjoy sitting on the computer and researching for five hours, please don't start it because that is something that is going to have to be done. I'm literally always researching always. I'm always learning. I'm always trying to figure out what's next, what's new. Is there new products out there that I need to know about? Are there new ingredients out there that I need to know about? I'm always on my toes with the research. So just a little story time. <laughs> Do things that you love. Create something that you love when it comes to your business. So my next do is to set up your processing times, set a schedule, and set boundaries. So this is so important, and I have been saying this for so long, and I'm going to continue to say it because I want y'all to really realize like how serious I am about it. Please take care of yourself. Please take care of yourself as a business owner, as a regular person. It doesn't even matter. You have to take care of you. You got to make sure that you're okay, or you can't do anything else. And it's so easy to get caught up in work when you're the one that's in control, when everything is relying on you, they're waiting for you for everything. It's so easy to get caught up and wrapped up and you don't even realize, but you're working ridiculous hours. Like you're not even thinking about it anymore. You're not even realizing how long you're actually working. And it just gets really hard sometimes and you can easily get so burnt out at the beginning and that is just not what you want to do. This is something that I continue to work with. I'm working on it. I'm trying to make myself better when it comes to balance and just setting schedules and sticking to it. It's just, it's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. So right now 
I feel like I'm a workaholic. Like I feel like I don't know how to turn it off. I feel like I just am constantly in work mode, even if I'm not doing anything. Like I could be sitting down, I could be watching a movie, I could be having a glass of wine. Like this is supposed to be my time to kind of wind down and to relax. And my brain is thinking about work. <laughs> and I'm just like, I really am going to have to figure out how I can turn this off. I feel like I'm so passionate, you know, like I'm that passionate that I just always want to be working. I always want to be do doing something. I always want to be productive. Like if I'm not doing something productive, quote unquote, I feel like I'm not doing something. Like I feel like I need to be up doing something. I'm thinking about what I'm not doing. And that is just not good. Right now I have a, a schedule set up to where I'm going in to work three days out of the week to make lip gloss and work on orders and stuff like that. And those are my work days. So when I get into those days, it's just like, all right, I got to go all in because I don't work that many days out of the week on lip gloss because I have other things that I need to work on as well. So I try to be on top of it. I try to make a list of all the orders that I'm going to do that day so that I know exactly what the goal is for today. I need to finish all of these orders, but I will literally get to work, right? And I'll be working on stuff and I'll be knocking stuff out. And then obviously, like as I'm working, more orders are coming in and I'm looking like, oh my God, I can do this. I can knock this one out. I can get this one done too. And my mom is looking at me like, girl, what? Like we already got our list set up for today. <laughs> like you are doing the most, like this is too much. So I find myself just always pushing myself so hard. I try to get everything done and that's where your processing time comes into place because you want your customers to know how long it's going to take for you to produce, how long they need to expect to be waiting for their order. And I have to remember that. Like you have a processing time, sis. You don't have to do everything in one day. You don't have to feel so pressured to get these things done when you already had your set schedule. Like finish what you have on the schedule. And then those orders that came in today, those will be on the schedule for the next day. So I just think that it's all about balance and it's all about being disciplined to the point where you are being hard on yourself in a good way, like keeping yourself on track, like making sure you're always telling yourself, okay, keep pushing. Even if you don't feel like getting up early, you don't feel like doing it today, keep pushing girl. Like I'm hard on myself that way, but I'm trying to learn to not be hard on myself in the opposite way. Like doing too much, trying to overwork myself, not even realizing I'm overworking myself, just paying attention and really just listening to my body at the same time as well. You got to have a balanced schedule. You got to know what you're going to do today. And that is just what it is. And I'm just stressing this because like I said, if you're anything like me, it's going to be so easy for you to get burnt out in the beginning. And the beginning part of it is really supposed to be the fun part. It's supposed to be new and fresh. It's supposed to be exciting. And you don't want to be super stressed out shortly after you start your business. All right, so my last do that I have on the list is to celebrate even the little things, you guys. Right now, the world is a crazy place and life is so short, okay? So if you gained two followers today, if two people liked your picture today, celebrate that, okay? Be grateful for that. Don't think about what you didn't get today. Don't think about the orders that you didn't get today. Don't think about the followers and likes that you didn't get today. Think about what you have. Focus on the positives. Celebrate those little moments. It's the small things, okay? And 
I just feel like I am always expressing how grateful and how thankful I am because I know that at the end of the day, people do not have to do anything. In reality, people don't have to do anything. People don't have to support your business. People don't have to support your social media. They don't have to do any of that stuff. And people are taking their time out of their days to come over to your platform and to say something nice to you or to double tap your picture or to purchase from your website or anything. So when those things happen, even if I get one order, I'm so excited about that one order. Y'all see, I just celebrated five episodes into my podcast. Like some people thought that that was not to be celebrated. I'm like, I'm going to celebrate. Okay. Celebrate even the little things because you just never know. Like you really just never know. So Think about what you're doing good. Think about all the positive things that are coming into your life. I feel like I'm such a humble person too. So I'm always trying to make sure my followers know, like, I really appreciate what you're doing. Thank you so much for doing this. I just, I just have to tell y'all all the time. I have to tell y'all that I love y'all because honestly, where would I be without y'all? Like I would not be in my dream career. I wouldn't be in my dream apartment. I wouldn't be in the situation that I'm in right now. So you really do have to be humble. You have to Take in the little things, be grateful for the little things, shed positivity, shed light on the things that are going good. And even if you didn't get as many orders today that you wanted to get, be grateful for those that you did. Plan on tomorrow being a better day. Tomorrow, more orders are going to come in. Speak that into existence and more orders are going to come in. So I just feel like this year is just such a bittersweet year. Because there's so many bad things happening. There's so many losses happening. But at the same time, it's like business is going great. Business is booming. And I think it's really just about your mindset and trying to find ways that you can lift yourself up and keep yourself in high spirits, even on the bad days. Because like I said, you always just want to think those positive thoughts. It's okay to not be okay, especially during these times as well. It's okay to take time for yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself to where you're not taking that time that you need to process everything. But overall, I just feel like right now, celebrate yourself, celebrate life, celebrate health, celebrate any little thing that is good that happened in your business. Be grateful for all that stuff and just stay positive and celebrate the good and the small like it don't got to be big it don't got to be something crazy it don't got to be a thousand followers like I said two followers today and I am happy all right you guys so that was my little topic today okay do's and don'ts for your business I hope that this could help you let me know in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube and leave me a review if you're watching this or if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts. Let me know what you think about some of the things that I said or what are some things that are really keeping you going during these times as well. But we are going to keep it moving. We have some questions from the squad that we're going to talk about. I got Devin in the building with me today as usual. Hey, Devin. What's up? We got some questions, Devin. Yeah, we had a few questions, as always. Um, so the first one is, how do you deal with hate? How do you deal with hate? Wow. Um, you don't. <laughs> you don't. I mean, like I said earlier today, it's always going to be somebody. It's always going to be somebody that has something to say. And I see that now. I don't really get hate comments. Um, 
thank God, you know, I'm not going to speak that into existence at all. But there are always the people that are like disliking videos or whatever on YouTube. I mean, you just got to understand like that is just the name of the game. You got to understand that with this kind of job, whether you're a content creator or if you're an entrepreneur, you're kind of opening yourself up to judgment. You're opening yourself up to people to criticize you or to give you their opinion on something, whether that be good or bad. So you just got to learn how to develop tough skin for stuff like that. But when it comes to hate, I try not to feed too much of my energy into it because I don't need any negative energy in my life. Like I said, you know, your thoughts, your mindset, and everything, your thoughts are very powerful, okay? And I'm not trying to manifest no more negativity in my life. So yeah, I just really don't give it a lot of attention, to be honest. Um, all right, so the next one is, do you think there is a difference in how business works when it's your passion versus doing it because of the trend? Yeah, so that goes back to what I was saying earlier, like to do something that you really are passionate about. Don't start a business if you're not passionate about it because yes, business is going to be different. Like for me, I'm having the time of my life. I can easily see like if somebody was in my shoes right now and they did not want to do all this stuff, like genuinely want to do it, they would be miserable. So yes, I think that if you're not passionate about something, you're just doing it because it's a trend, you're just trying to be relevant, it's going to catch up with you. The first few weeks might be cool, but once it starts getting tough, once start stuff starts going bad or not how you want it to go, you really are going to be like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. And as a business owner, I can't say that. Like when stuff gets hard, I can't just be like, oh, I quit. Like, okay, on to the next thing. Like, no, I have people that are waiting for me. I have people that have ordered. They're waiting for their orders. Like, I love what I'm doing, so I'm going to figure it out. Some people, if you don't love what you're doing, you just kind of toss it to the side. Like, you don't want to put any more time and energy into it. So I think definitely things go a lot better when it's your passion and you get more support that way because people can tell when you really enjoy something, when you're really passionate about something and they're going to want to support that. Gotcha. All right. So the next one is how do you find a trustworthy vendor and how do you know if you're being scammed on Alibaba? Vendors. I think I'm going to do a whole video on vendors because so many people have questions about vendors, you know. Um, how do you find a trustworthy vendor? Honestly, when it came to me finding vendors in the beginning, because I promise y'all, like, I'm still using my same vendors from the beginning. Um, you kind of just got to take a risk. Like, running a business, starting a business, it's all about taking risks. So, Go onto these platforms, do your research, see, you know, what they're, um, on Alibaba, I think they have like the little, what is it, like the little percentages, like how good this business is or like what kind of feedback they get on their, on their business from their customers. So I always try to go for 95% or higher because I don't want to have a crazy experience with any of these people in China. So it's really a risk that you have to take, um, but Finding a trustworthy vendor is very much doable. Just like I said, do your research. Alibaba is honestly a good source. Like I haven't had any issues to where I've had a bad experience with Alibaba. One thing that I will say that happened was um, right before like everything kind of shut down with the pandemic, 
I had ordered something from Alibaba. It was some new lip gloss tubes that I was using. It was actually the um, diamond tubes that I was using for my birthday collection. I had ordered some more of those because I was going to do a restock. And that is when everything was getting really crazy. Nobody knew what was going on. And they kind of like stopped shipping from country to country when it came to the US because they didn't know what was going on. So we weren't accepting any packages and no packages could go out of the country either. So I was just like, okay, uh, my package never came. It was just like, you know, processing, processing, processing. And then on Alibaba, they give you like a little window of time, like your order should be completed by this day or whatever. So that day came and I still didn't have my order. So I had to go through the process of, you know, contacting Alibaba, telling them like I never got my order, but it was not hard at all because they just could go to the tracking and see that the order was still sitting, like waiting to be approved or whatever, but they weren't even like doing any of the customs checks or anything. So it was not hard for that process to happen. And then they make a decision based on the information and then they gave me my money back. So I've never really had a really huge issue with Alibaba. So Look for a vendor that has the things that you like. Sometimes it's easier if you find a vendor that has multiple things that you like so you can just keep ordering from the same seller versus trying to find a bunch of different sellers for a bunch of different things. So I've been learning that to kind of like click on the little shop name and go to their shop to see, oh, what else do they have? Let me check this out and see, you know, if they have anything else that I like. So maybe I can just go with that person. I have one vendor right now, not through Alibaba, but I have one vendor that I contact through WhatsApp and this person's applies so many things for my business. I try to keep it all in as many, as few people as I possibly can. I try to keep it in as few people because it just gets to be a lot when you have to contact a bunch of different people and wait for a bunch of different packages. So I would just say to try it out. Like find someone that looks really good, has a good rating and everything. Hopefully they even have reviews on there and then go for it. Like you're not going to know if it's good unless you try. And most of the time the stuff on Alibaba, like when it comes to lip gloss tubes, is really not that super expensive. So you could get like 100 for a good price and test it out, see if you like it. And if you do, then just keep shopping with that person. So yeah, I think I'm gonna do a whole video on vendors, how to find a vendor, you know, what to look for, what are the red flags, like all that kind of stuff. Cool. Um, so the next one is, how do you deal with disputes, USPS, losing packages, damaged packages, etc.? Oh, triggered. Instantly triggered by that question. Um, okay, so let me just keep it real open for y'all right now these are all things that are going to happen if you are running a business like you could be the best business you could be doing everything that you need to do but you know for whatever reason things might still go wrong something happens life happens whatever so these things might happen to you at least once and disputes how do you deal with disputes when you're dealing with a dispute, like if, if a customer is disputing their order with their bank or with PayPal or whatever they're doing, you have to make sure that you are being as professional as you possibly can. You have to make sure you're being very open with your communication when it comes to that. Um, I have learned, okay? I have definitely learned because I experienced that a while back with people contacting me through DM asking about their order and I'm like, okay, in that moment, 
I'm not at work. I'm not in front of my computer. I'm not in front of all my orders where I have them printed out because I can't add notes to my orders on my phone. Like I have all them printed out. So if I need to add a note or anything, I would do that on the physical printed out copy of the order. So I'm sitting here looking at my DMs. I'm not at work. I'm not in front of any of that stuff. And people are asking me questions. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, your order should be going out on this day or this should be happening or whatever. So a lot of that was like on me realizing what I needed to do in order to be organized with it. Um, so I was like responding to so many people and getting so overwhelmed with DMs, not knowing who I'm responding to, who I'm not responding to. I'm telling one person this thing and one person this thing, and then life happens and it doesn't get done on the day that I said it was going to get done or whatever the case may be. I realized that if there is any communication that is about an order, you need to email me because I can keep up with my email thread quicker than I can with my DMs. My DMs are flooded. My DMs have a lot of spam. My DMs are all over the place. So when it comes to my email, okay, this is a lot easier. So doing the communication via email makes it a lot easier to prevent disputes because a lot of the times it's just customers wanting updates on their orders, wanting to know when is their order going to be shipped or whatever. They have a question about their order. If you don't answer or if you don't give them the answer that they like or whatever, then they dispute the order. So I've learned how to prevent the disputes, you know, being very open with my communication and keeping my communication organized to where I can know what is going on so that I'm providing them with the correct information. Um, but to deal with it, just make sure you do everything that you need to do on your end. Um, sometimes I've already shipped out the order, like the order has said that it's been delivered and then, you know, there's issues that happen. You just got to make sure you have all your information. Like you have your tracking number, you have all that stuff. Um, especially now I ship all of my packages priority now. I think I said this in a previous episode, but when I first started, I was shipping my small orders via, um, first class mail, which does not come with any insurance or anything. You just get your tracking number, but with priority mail via USPS, you get $50 of tracking on there. I mean, $50 of insurance on there. Um, and you can add more if you want to. So I'm shipping all of my orders priority. And then for my wholesale orders, I'm adding a signature confirmation. So you are not going to be able to get this package unless you sign for it. So that is also another method of protection for you as the seller, because if they say that they didn't get the order and you have the signature, you can literally go onto USPS.com, put in the tracking number, and you can request a proof of delivery. They will send that to your email. It will show you the signature. It will show you what they actually sign. Like it gives you a copy of that. So you will have all of that information at your disposal. Like you're going to be able to see, okay, you said that it wasn't delivered. I have proof that it was and that somebody signed for it. So I already have insurance on the small orders, but for the large orders, anything wholesale, I don't care what it is. You have to pay that extra money for shipping for wholesale because I'm putting insurance on it and I'm putting a signature confirmation on it because I want to protect me and you. Like I don't want your package to be damaged. I don't want your package to, you know, be sat on your porch and then somebody else picks it up. I want you to sign for your package before you get it. If you're not home, they're going to leave you a slip and you're going to have to go to the post office and sign for your package. So your package is safe. Okay. 
Um, damage packages, that is a whole nother situation. I've just been learning as time goes on with what I need to do about how I package orders. Um, this kind of happened to me when I first started to do my lip gloss containers. I wanted to switch from bags to containers because of the fact that containers are much quicker to fill. And I mean, in my mind, they're more sturdy to store your lip gloss. Those gloss bags are super flimsy. So... I thought it was going to be a better solution, which it is, but in the beginning, I was not packaging them properly. So even though I was wrapping them up in bubble wrap, they're literally tossing these packages. I just want to make that known. Like I have physically seen them toss packages. So they're throwing them around. Even if you put a fragile sticker on it, there's a good chance that it's still going to get dropped. It's still going to get tossed. It's still going to get thrown on top of something else. So you really just have to work with what you got and keep learning how to make your packaging better. So now I'm wrapping up my containers with like plastic wrap first and I'm taping them really nice, really secure before I then wrap it in bubble wrap. So I'm doing like an extra measure of protection because even if the jar cracks like even if the top of it cracks it can't go anywhere because i have it so tightly wrapped and then i have tape around it so it's like the lip gloss can't really go anywhere so it's all about learning through the process of it and just being very professional you got to make sure you're checking your emails making sure you're ready to see all of these updates and everything that are coming in when it comes to the disputes when it comes to you know if somebody lost a package, you need to go through and file a claim for it. And you can do that and get your insurance money. Like there's so many things that you can do on your end to make sure that everything is okay. But you have to do the stuff up front first. Like you have to insure your packages. You have to add that extra measure of protection or it's just not gonna, you're not gonna get anything out of it if they lose it. If it doesn't have insurance on it, they can't do anything really if they lose it. They can look for it, but if they can't find it, then there's nothing that can be done. So that's how I've been dealing with that. You learn as you go. That's the beauty of being an entrepreneur. You got to experience things. Stuff sometimes has to go wrong in order for you to learn how to make it right. So the last question is, how do you record the filling videos on IG and do I need a tripod? You know, the filling videos, the like, ooh, satisfying, the TikToks and everything. Um, if you're doing it by yourself, yes, you need a tripod because you need your, well, I mean, I guess you don't really need a tripod, but it makes it a lot easier because, um, listen, I started out with like propping my camera up on stuff, self-timer, all that stuff, but it definitely is easier if you have a tripod, you can just set it up, click record and fill up your tubes to get that nice, satisfying filling content. Um, for my TikTok though, my friend Sierra, who actually was on episode five with me, she kind of helped me get going on TikTok and she was helping me to record all of my filling videos in the very beginning. So she was holding the camera and, you know, maneuvering everything from the camera and I was just having to fill. So if you have someone to help you, then maybe you don't need a tripod, but if it's just you, then yeah, I would say get a tripod for sure. I'm very happy you guys are thinking about filling videos and trying to get that good content for Instagram. Okay. I like that. I'll be having Devin help me do stuff too, right Devin? Mm -hmm. Devin be helping me record stuff, take pictures of stuff. You know, sometimes even with a tripod, some like certain things is just hard. Like a TikTok on self-timer is crazy. Like trying to do transitions and stuff, it can get to be a headache for sure. For sure. That was our last question. 
Yeah, that was it. Oh, period. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for sending in your questions. So if you have any questions for me that you would like to be featured on the show and I can answer them on here for you, make sure you are emailing. Hello, it's me. I am Nicole at gmail.com. It is always listed down below for you guys. Make sure that you're following me on all my social media platforms and join the K squad. Okay. Cause we're growing by the day period. I always have all of that down below as well. Make sure you are shopping Smudge Cosmetics, shopping Crochet by K. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe and leave me a thumbs up. Road to 20K, people. We're getting there. It's coming real quick. I'm so excited. And make sure that you're following me on all the podcast platforms. Give me a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning into this episode. And I will catch you in episode seven. Bye!